0: Okay, welcome to Move Left, Idiots, a Socialist Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montrulo, Joined here by my co-host this week, uh, comrade Lindsey Graham. Comrade, what's going on? God <laughs> damn it! <laughs> Not quite a vampire, but he was—he was a bit of a shrieking banshee uh, this week. So I thought it was kind of the closest thing. Oh Close yeah, he's—he's <laughs> a, he's a fucking ghoul. Yeah, uh, no, he's, he
1: can—you um, can join John McCain in hell, effective immediately. Uh-huh. <laughs> And
0: uh, we're done we're by a uh, special co-host, uh, Ashley B. Uh, you know her as, uh, at, what, what's your Twitter handle? It's Ashley, um,
2: Ashley B. C.
0: 137. Yeah, yep. she's joining us again. Yeah, Thanks What's for up, coming guys? On. Thank yeah. you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Exciting, exciting stuff. Uh, not an exciting week, but... but um. No, not at all. We're gonna get through it. I mean,
1: it's it's been riveting and heartbreaking. I guess in that sense, it's exciting. Um, in the way that the end of the world or a giant <laughs> comet approaching the Earth would be exciting.
0: Sure, yeah. I've been watching American Horror Story: Apocalypse. Uh, that the, the that season starts with you know nuclear uh, fallout. So you know, I guess I guess some people find that you know entertaining it's pretty it's pretty much kind of yeah and i, I mean this uh, i just i can't fucking wrap my head around i mean we'll get into it obviously <laughs> you know if you if you weren't aware we're we're just going to spend the entire episode talking about the hearing and the different aspects of it and our our feelings towards different things that happened um uh Jules was supposed to join us but she had a family emergency so uh, hopefully everything's going okay with her yes and uh we're going to have her on soon um yeah
1: jules rules uh and we were we were stoked to have her on um so yep. possibly next week we'll see
0: yeah
2: hope everything's cool <laughs>
0: yeah so let's just let's just dig right into it because um i actually made a format which i never do but i don't want to fuck anything up and i have a lot of stuff i want to touch on from the hearing so made like a uh a whole outline so nice oh well you know <laughs> let's we should talk about first off what uh what, what, what were your experiences watching it in terms of, uh, you know, how, how much of it you caught? How, were you watching at home, at work, kind of, like, listening? Uh, comrade, what, what about you?
1: um I don't take much time off work, but coincidentally, I, was, I took the day off to come um, spend time with my family, and we had about a three-hour drive. So in the morning, we caught, you know, or early afternoon, we caught almost all of uh, Dr. Ford's testimony. And then once I got here to their home... Um, I hopped online, so we started listening on the radio, and we flipped back and forth between networks to kind of get a sense of different commentary, and uh, CNN was saying that, like, Fox's commentary was saying that she was extremely credible, so we flipped over, and sure enough, that's what they said, so. um, I actually watched a bunch of MSNBC last night, and I never do that, and, you know, I don't have cable, but I was here, Uh, and I, there was nothing that anyone said on four hours of MSNBC that I disagreed with. I kind of felt wow. like everyone wow. sane was on the same page for a moment. That's um,
3: good, yeah. And they
1: did, uh, I think it was Lawrence the segment talking about just how it was like a moment where everyone's going to remember where they were. Uh, there was yeah. pictures of people trying to listen to it on the, you know, having their, both their ears up to a cell phone that was playing the live feed of it. Like everybody was trying to experience this on some level yesterday.
0: Yeah. What about you, Ash?
2: Um, I was actually home sick. Um, if you can't tell, <laughs> um, but I was definitely paying attention and watching the hearing. Um, I pulled up TYT and was watching them cover it while also being on Twitter and talking to you guys and just seeing the, just like the real time tweets coming in about everything and mm-hmm. sharing our reactions. Um, yeah, it definitely felt like everybody was paying attention to that yesterday
4: and <laughs> yeah. today.
0: Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, I um, I, I got up a little late. I was trying to get up early to listen to the whole thing, but it was my off day, so it's like, eh, I'm not gonna get up that early. But I uh, I, I caught everything except for maybe the first forty five minutes or so. Um, and I've since gone back and watched her her kind of opening statement. Um, but yeah, I listened to the whole six whatever hours of it. Uh, I was driving a lot. I was yeah, <laughs> I, drove, I, I uh, so I listened to a lot of it. I'm in my car. I was walking around the mall at one point cuz i need a new pair of shoes and i was like listening to it on earbuds <laughs> like a weirdo walking around the mall <laughs> like but i bet like there were <coughs> 10 people walking were around they... with like headphones in right were they, were they probably the wireless earbuds the same thing. no uh, you know i didn't i, I could have but i didn't want to look like a total weirdo so i brought my <laughs> wired earbuds so i actually <coughs> had a calculated uh
1: yeah i, uh, I want to just stick q tips in my ears and walk around and see how long it takes before anyone notices <laughs>
2: i hate people that have those though like, the apple, just the like
1: apple ear pods yeah or go they're... to go to like a really big city and it's every single person it's just like whoa did everyone it's it's like the the game in that, that episode of star trek where wesley comes home to visit the enterprise and like everyone's addicted to this game that's like really fucking
0: weird and, but it's all normal to them you know um mm-hmm. anyway that's not here um but yeah so obviously i i did, saw that i caught like the tail end of it you know on, on tv or on youtube or whatever like I, I was able to watch a good chunk of it um which i think you really need to for the full effect you need to have watched uh watched it and watched you know brett Kavanaugh's petulant fucking baby facial expressions to really get the full depth of his uh privilege and and we well, you know let's get uh, let's just get into the hearings because we're gonna yeah. there's no way we can talk about um, yeah i
2: feel kind of bad i i'm i like totally missed like the beginning of her like whole like thing like i i, I think i came in when um that prosecutor started like mm-hmm. questioning her just like but just like basically wasting time with like stupid questions mm mm-hmm.
0: You know, I think – I, I, I kind of wonder if they intentionally – because the Republicans insisted that she go first. I wonder if they were kind of concerned – or, or their, if their goal was to do her testimony really early. Mm. Uh, and then – so less people watched it. And then by the time he went on, it was ready, I think, after dinner time, And and it was like prime time almost. So right. people were home ready to watch. You know what I mean? I, I wonder I wouldn't if that be was surprised. part of calculation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well,
1: it's – I mean – it's customary in any proceeding, whether it's uh, you know civil litigation, criminal, or something like this, that if a person has an adversarial accusation, they have to make it first, and the person defending mm-hmm. themselves gets to yeah. make their rebuttal, uh, essentially. So yeah. I don't know if that is required in a hearing like this, but it would seem to follow that if they're having a prosecutor do the questioning, uh, that there, that would be seen as a normal thing to uh, to have
0: it be in sure. That order. Okay. And yeah, if anything, if they sense. Yeah, and if they push for that, I think it kinda of backfired because she came out, <laughs> out of the gate looking incredibly uh credible. That's a weird mm-hmm. sentence, but you know what I mean? they- looking extremely credible. And uh by the time he came out, everyone, even Fox News was already like, Wow man, he's he's fucked. Like he's really you know, she yeah. she she came across very believable, very kind, very um traumatized and uh, you, you would think maybe he would kind of alter his strategy uh coming out <laughs> you know of the gate you think maybe he would uh tone it down a little bit and kind of come across kind of as as like a beleaguered uh you know under attack nice family man but uh that's not the path he chose
2: no it was not i kind of like rewatched a little bit of it earlier and it was 2 minutes in when he starts like raising his voice and like getting angry about it and he's just like sitting there with this fucking book basically reading off of it and i'm just like
0: this dude yeah <laughs>
1: so well it, and it was and i'd never really heard him talk before and sometimes people just have a certain yeah cadence, me neither and i thought like well maybe this is just i'm imagining the tension in his voice and i'm getting the angrier and angrier and the facial contortions and then it, i was just like this some of the things he started to say i was like oh my god this is not This is not a way that the the judge should talk. Any judge, Uh regardless of what the situation is,
0: we sound like a Fox News host. I mean,
1: oh well. If he that'll be his next job. No, that'll be his fallback. It's rock bottom. But I, I, the things he was saying, I could not believe the level of disrespect. um, Just even in his opening statement, Um, I just you know, and everyone has said that this is unprecedented. There's never been a, 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 a Supreme Court nominee who has been this vile. And who's had such um, terrible manners and also exhibits all these, you know, not only lying, but exhibiting all these these tics and facial reactions and contortions that uh, are very, you know, like indicate he has a very big drinking problem still today, you yeah. know, that he's having his emotional outburst and can't control himself. I
0: like beer. I still like beer. Do you like oh beer? How much God. do you drink? I like what a fucking asshole, man. Like, I, I just can't. So That was
2: insane. That, that was fucking was insane. Really I couldn't, yeah. I, I don't think any of us could believe that was happening right then at that well, moment. And,
1: yeah, and, I, and that's my first thought is kind of like, how unprecedented is this? And it was, you know, old people who have been doing news for 70 years and people that are, you know, my age and then people who are millennials are all like equally just like, This is never, we've never seen anything like this before.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, So, I took some notes because I rewatched her opening statements, just kind of general tenor and and words that sprang to mind while watching them. Uh, For Ford, I wrote down measured, honest, innocent, heart wrenching, detailed. Um, Kavanaugh, I wrote arrogant, smug, impotent, whiny, privileged kid that's never been told no. Uh, Very easy to imagine him as a belligerent drunk. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And uh, I thought he got really bad advice uh, regarding the tone you know, from whoever advised him because I'm sure he had a bunch of staffers tell him, like, hey, this is how you should do it. Come out strong. But a lot of people pointed out, and I think kind of rightly so, that that was really for an audience of one. That was for Donald Trump because he's concerned that Mm -hmm. Trump is considering dumping him because he's not worth the trouble, and he knows that by coming off strong – That'll inspire Trump and make him want to defend him. Now I think he killed that later on by not being able to stop crying like a little <laughs> yeah. bitch the entire fucking oh time God, he no. was questioned. But because yeah. I'm yeah. sure Trump doesn't like that. But you know,
1: there were people that were analyzing just the the signs of alcoholism and the uh, you know violent um, bl- emotional outbursts and blaming everyone else for the situation and then immediately reverting into tears and self-pity is like just classic you know untreated alcoholism uh, alcohol <laughs> Right. alcoholistic no, yeah. behavior
0: it, you know it really is it's t- yeah it's t- it's like textbook abuser behavior like and that's how like like if you wrote that into a movie script they'd send it back and be like this is way too you know formulaic like make it a little bit make this character more interesting yeah. like this is yeah it's
1: well, textbook there was another quote here from an associated press article they were interviewing somebody who does pr right and they were kind of judging his his reaction they were talking about how um you know men are perceived as strong when they have emotional outbursts because something's been unfair and they're reacting accordingly whereas you know just imagine if dr ford had cried and sobbed oh and uh, you know or even just you know any woman going for a job interview if she would yeah. sobbed and blamed people and then talked about how much she loved to drink collect like, do you think she'd get that job right
2: exactly
1: no. so this this quote here was great uh, it says um the People doubted that Kavanaugh's anger was effective in this case. Uh, in this particular situation, the emotional display casts doubt on his ability to be dispassionate and objective as a judge. If we value the ability to separate emotion from facts, then Dr. Ford has behaved more like a judge than Kavanaugh.
2: Right. <laughs> Dr. Ford for Supreme Court justice exactly.
0: <laughs> Yeah, so... Um, I want to get into some uh, issues I had with the formatting of this entire fucking charade and circus, and it was a circus. That's one thing I'll agree with everyone. That's I mean, this is the crazy, maybe one of the craziest fucking things I've ever seen in politics in my lifetime. I I think it made the Anita Hill hearings look tame by comparison, like genuinely, (laughs) Um, which is really saying something uh, that we've that we've regressed, if nothing else, in the last you know thirty years or however long that's been um but in terms of the formatting obviously uh the the one thing everyone pointed out uh it's hilarious how fucking cowardly and weak the gop senators on the judiciary committee are that they couldn't ask their own questions that they hired a female prosecutor a sex crimes prosecutor to ask their questions for them um
2: honestly like when i saw her i was like my, like, before talking to you guys and knowing who she was, I was like, oh, thank God, like, this woman is, like, asking her these questions. And then you guys, like, so, like, that was, like, my initial thought. Like, yeah. They totally did it for that reason. Oh,
3: of course, right.
4: Yeah.
1: Well, and I heard it on the radio first, so I didn't see what she looked like or her, her, you know the empathy on her face because yeah. she's a prosecutor and she specializes in prosecuting uh, sex crimes right so mm-hmm. that was kind of their their reason for choosing her like oh she'll be more sensitive because she'll see this person uh as you know an actual victim uh, but still the questions are designed to be adversarial right
3: yeah
1: uh but she didn't choose those questions those were all the questions that the gop senators wrote that she had to ask mm-hmm. but when you uh, The more they went on, the more you could tell that she wasn't pushing in any clear direction. And the more like once I finally saw her, I could tell that she didn't she that that woman, the prosecutor, uh, believed every word (laughs) that she was saying, you know, and you could Mm -hmm. tell the the very couple first questions that she got to ask um, uh, Brett Kavanaugh before uh, Lindsey Graham had his, his, you know, filled his diaper. You (laughs) could tell that she did not believe what he was saying. And that's why they stopped her after only two questions, and they you know they didn't plan to do that. That's what blew up in their face, and that was where their genuine
0: anger was because they knew they were losing control of it, yeah, no, absolutely and and I mean it just yeah, um you know there um there's some question uh whether or not they always had intended to quote unquote fire her or take over for her once their round of questioning to Kavanaugh started um because obviously they couldn't be seen to uh be berating a woman like they would have been if they had asked i mean just even the the, the moderately uh you know the, just the interactions the the interjections that grassley had like can you imagine if the the entire yeah. fucking panel of those morons had to ask her questions like it would have been uh, political suicide for them so they, they were smart to actually bring her in because yeah, they're all monsters sure. but
1: uh, yeah i think that they had an idea that they were going to have to blow it up in order to appeal yeah, to the kn- base you know
2: they knew they couldn't ask that woman questions and yeah, not
3: no <laughs> Um, but then
0: like it became the boys' then. club when they, when when it was his turn, and they were like, hey, you know, yeah. Do you mm-hmm. remember the question
1: that she was in the middle of asking when they pretty much ended her? Um, I don't. Yeah. I don't. Because I kind of missed that. Yeah, she was asking about it's crazy the names of the witnesses that were on that calendar on July first, nineteen eighty-two. Because that's that's the thing he says. Well, uh. look, there's no party. It's like, well, there there's this one date where there's two mm-hmm. people that she claims were at this party who she didn't know. She, they were your friends and she only knew the them because she, she met asked. them at yeah and that was the last question she was allowed to ask because <laughs> oh, she was going shit. she was moving into actually being a prosecutor at that point
0: She's <laughs> a fight They're so there's fine. see this is why like they, these these are not smart people and it's kind of amazing how hapless the democrats are that they can't beat these fucking morons they brought in a sex crimes prosecutor who fucking prosecutes predators like brett kavanaugh for a living like, do you don't think that her inst- – I don't give a fuck what party she's affiliated with. You right. don't think when she starts hearing details, like, she's going to – her instincts are going to take over and she's going to lead towards her natural inclination <laughs> towards the truth? Like, of course she fucking is. Like, give me a break.
1: Well, so, and, and, and Kavanaugh is not dumb. He's a judge. He knows that, you know, 90% of conviction is just proving somebody was at the same place as the crime at the same time of the crime. So he they know that that calendar – is the biggest piece of evidence that connects those two people being at the same place at the same time. They know that and any kind of actual investigation that's trying to establish uh, you know, a timeline, that's what they're going to look for is when were these people at the same place at the same time, because once they can establish that you've, you know that's why he keeps you know saying I was never there, I was never referring there,
2: referring to his calendar, yeah, yeah, as if that's like something that is going to be accurate for somebody that's in high school in college or whenever. I, I it
1: mean, was. as much of a fuck up as he was, I think that that calendar is probably fairly accurate as far as what he planned to do. Um, yeah, he might have planned was... to do
2: it, but.
3: He yeah. I mean, this is somebody end who end does want to get into Yale things.
1: and wants to be part of this, this very exclusive club. Like there, there is some level of organization someone's got to do when they're right getting out of college, or high school in order to get to that point.
0: i don't don't know if you guys heard him but he did say you know my daddy he kept a calendar for every every and in 1990 i started keeping one myself and he's like (laughs) yeah i remember crying talking about that like give me a fucking break you little privileged fucking little bitch like my god um (laughs) No, but so I don't want to get am a
2: virgin. Far... I have a calendar. <laughs> I like beer. I have it at six. I do have my calendars.
0: No. I don't know why I'm giving him the Lindsey Graham voice, but that's just the voice I imagine. He just yeah, no. Um you know, he has a douchey white Yale guy voice. Um but no, I don't wanna get too far into the hearing yet before we get through the formatting. Um so, you know, uh the the whole concept of of this being the way that they did this was kind of ridiculous to the fact that everyone had five minute fucking increments like yeah the, and you know the craziest thing to me like i understand that there's precedent for these sorts of things but it's absurd that they don't bring in an outside arbiter to uh chair this event like you let yeah. fucking chuck grassley decide Ugh. who gets to talk and who gets to not talk and when breaks are it's fucking yes, ridiculous yes should
2: there should definitely be, like, an independent person from outside brought in to do oh, this. We had a
0: strong independent senator. Who could know? <laughs> <laughs> if only. Oh, my no, gosh. I'll, I'll, I'll talk <laughs> about him later because I have a, a lot of, yeah. But so, um, you know, and, and obviously the, the FBI investigation, which we'll talk about more later, it's a no-brainer. And, of course, we know why they don't want to do it because they're afraid that things like that calendar are going to be more closely scrutinized and we're going to figure out an actual timeline and actually be able to pin down some details that put him and her at the same party, which he claims never happened, even though he can't point to a date and he keeps saying, I was not, you know, this did not happen. Like he, he, uh, uh, you know, let's just get into the hearing itself because, Mm -hmm. um, he is just such an effortless, effortless, fuck. I can't even say the word effortless. effortless effortless fucking hell effortless liar and i I almost don't even know if he realizes when he's doing it but to me it's like you're putting this guy on the supreme court and we know that he perjured himself in his um initial round of uh hearings before this all came out several times like he lied outright about whether or not he received certain pieces of privileged information regarding uh other things because he was the guy who shepherded a lot of republican nominees through to the court like that was his job for a while uh and he was an apparatchik as janky Ke- loved to keep calling him uh which is a funny word but so he-, he just fucking lied like for no reason like he didn't need to lie like he's just so effortlessly lies and in this hearing he lied so blatantly so many times i mean the whole thing with like the in his yearbook, the Renata alumnus thing, which was clearly a bunch of fucking lame virgins, like Brett Kavanaugh, bragging about how they had sex with this girl, uh, <laughs> and turns out they didn't. And he kept saying, well, I didn't have I was a virgin. I did not have sex with her. And she herself said it, but he keeps leaving out that she said, yeah, no, that wasn't talking about how they were friends with me. They were bragging about how they had sex with me, and it's disgusting. And no, I didn't have sex with Brett Kavanaugh. He's a well, loser. Like, that's it, what she it, actually said. Right. And you got to
1: remember, this is a guy who's been in a position of authority as a judge for a long time. And a lot of commentators said, like, he's not, you know, make, putting a judge on the stand and interrogating them is not where they're going to be comfortable. You know, And he was viciously but also, uncomfortable.
2: But also, if he is an alcoholic, which he very well might be, like alcoholics are really good at manipulation Mm -hmm. and they know how to lie very well like it's second nature to them
1: (laughs) he gave away so many cues you know yeah and like if he
2: did this which he very well probably did and probably a lot of other things then he's had to like just kind of block this out for so long and just like no it didn't happen no it didn't happen no it didn't happen Oh, you know, just maintain, yeah,
1: more, but even just some of his stupid lies that are just like (laughs) it it feels like 90s comedy where they're like, Well, how much do you think is uh, drinking to excess? and he kind of just laughs and he's like, I don't, I don't know whatever the blood alcohol chart says
2: whatever yeah. the chart says yeah he <laughs> He's just,
0: like <laughs> he, he lied about stupid shit too so like they asked him about things that he wrote in his in like judge's yearbook or the judge wrote in his yearbook talking about like a devil's triangle <laughs> uh which he said was a drinking game like quarters but then failed to elaborate on it so it turns out uh <laughs> devil's triangle <laughs> and i kind of knew about this but i wasn't quite sure if i was thinking of the same thing but I, it turns out i was uh according to urban dictionary uh devil's triangle is a threesome with one woman and two men it is important oh, to remember shit. that straight men do not make eye contact while in the act <laughs> doing so will question their sexuality well so, yeah but you know and we think
1: that's a small thing but that that's exactly the fucking situation <laughs> this woman described
0: oh my god yeah, yeah I, that didn't fucking occur to me yeah mm-hmm. no i mean that's that's another why why else would he lie about it and then another thing yeah. <laughs> he lied about something else that was written in his um, yearbook called Boofing, which I have also yeah. heard of before, which he said was uh farting or okay. flatulence, I think he called it. But
2: uh <laughs> when to he boof. said all that that like that blew my mind when I heard him like saying that. Like I was like on Twitter, but That's like half listening, shit, and I bro. heard him say like buffing, boofing, and I was like, Oh my god, did he just what is he talking about right now? So,
0: so, boofing, for those that don't know, according to Urban <laughs> Dictionary, is to abuse any licit or illicit substance via insertion into one's rectum. So, it, it's a way to take drugs, which is another thing, you know, another reason why he would lie about that. Uh, Probably uh, also a thing that, like, related to butt-chugging.
1: Yeah, like, no, a thing nobody did until the 80s for whatever reason.
0: <laughs>
2: I <just> um, <laughs> For know whatever reason. I, I haven't done it. But I just know that like people do it because the mucus membrane in there like just it absorbs quicker supposedly. Yeah, it absorbs quicker supposedly. So yes. Yeah.
0: No. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So he he's a piece of shit. You know. I mean, not not for you know. I have no problem with people taking drugs, but he's a fucking liar. Like he just lies mm-hmm. effortlessly about little things. Um. So you know. Uh, by the way, he's under oath for all of this. So he's perjured himself at least three or four times under oath, provably perjured himself under oath um (laughs) right off the bat he's you know uh, completely untrustworthy and unfit to serve on the supreme court let alone the fact that these allegations are most likely true let alone the fact that he's a fucking maniac who won't respect the rule of law is going to overturn decided cases like roe (laughs) v wade uh and things like that and that he's wildly unqualified for the seat i mean the fact that we're even still Having a conversation about him is like, you know, still making it to the court is fucking baffling to me. But, uh, you know, I just um, so in terms of uh, the senators on the Democratic side, (laughs) um, Dick Durbin, I think, was the only one who had a good, strong round of questioning. Like, he really seemed to bring it in his little five minutes that he got. um, And, you know, he really took it to him. Uh, Brett Kavanaugh is a, is a bully and is a Republican, you know, paper tough guy, fake strong man. So what he did was anytime anyone would, a- would ask him a question, he would filibuster. And then if they tried to follow up, he would steamroll them and not let them get their questions out and try to turn their questions around on them. And I really think it speaks to the ineptitude and weakness of the Democratic Party, who are never used to fighting for anything, that they couldn't fucking yell over him and say no you answer the question you're the one on trial you like right. I, nobody i mean diane feinstein she I didn't was even so hear pathetic.
2: her the whole, she was like the quietest person up there he just fucking yelled over her the entire time and i'm like fucking god
0: damn it i know you're like a thousand years old and you're <laughs> you know decaying but dinosaur. like yeah just fucking, speak fucking up. do something my god
1: yeah, Durbin was good. Anything. The, the most effective thing Durbin w- did was look, if if you claim you want this to be, you know, uh your name cleared and you claim you want an investigation, uh turn right over there and tell that person who works for the White House that that's what you want. Yeah. No, and he's weird. like, "Well, but I I just I'll do whatever yeah, no the, answer. whatever the committee says." It's like the, you know the fucking committee has no authority to compel the FBI to do this investigation, which that in itself is insane, that this this committee has the power to confirm the nomination, but not to investigate the nominee.
0: <laughs> yeah, <Right>. fuck that. <laughs> no. This is just, our fucking country is such a banana republic, it's unbelievable. Um, oh my gosh. Uh, you know, it was really evident to me uh, on both sides of, of the aisle that, that uh, our senate is just filled with fucking crusty old fucking dinosaurs like everyone up there just
2: yeah chuck
0: grassley like oh well i'm gonna call the part like they're just so fucking
2: Uh, weren't some of them like on um bill clinton's like panel or whatever like i know like um i was listening to T Y T earlier and kavanaugh was like definitely part of them but yeah i heard about grassley being part of that too and i'm like these motherfuckers they're so fucking old. They need to go now.
1: Yeah. Right. And well there, that's the thing, everyone thought that back in the nineteen sixties too, that we would get rid of all the old fossils. Uh and oh, it turns out there's always like a new <laughs> everyone's getting... New old it's not that old, you know. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Uh, but no,
0: so and, and look, and I'm uh, not gonna... <laughs> And I'm not being <laughs> ageist. Like, look, Bernie Sanders is the, easily the best senator in the Senate right yeah. now. And he's ancient. But, you know, it's it, it's mm-hmm. it's their mindset that's old and it's their thinking exactly. that's old. And they don't, yes. you know, Bernie is a rare animal in that he evolves and that he's always trying at least to stay current with, you know, where the country's <laughs> going in terms yes. of
1: yeah, well, I think Bernie was sort of curmudgeony from a young age, you know. So he was kind of <laughs> used true. to He it. was
0: He was about 80 yeah. when he was 25, so, so I think it's he's, he's, he's caught up
1: basically. Yeah. He's not bitter at the world for getting old because he was kind of always mature, <laughs> right? And and you know, um, He's
2: definitely rare. Yeah, yeah,
1: but he is also very still connected to what young people are saying because he cares. Because yeah. he's not, he's, <laughs> you know, he's gonna keep. I doing it. I don't know about this Twitter him. thing,
0: but uh, <laughs> but uh, my 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 staff tells me that's very important, and that I'm very <laughs> popular on there, so I. Uh, yeah. Hello. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so uh, just just to talk all. real quick, since
1: we're on Bernie for a second, about why he's basically not on this committee. Uh, he should be because on every he committee, would rule. Well, it's basically the judicial committee is made up of just people who all were lawyers before they could well, no, became so senators. Basically, right? I looked. In, I right?
2: looked into
0: this. Actually, mm-hmm. Does not a requirement. Uh, Jeff Flake not a lawyer. You don't need. To, there's actually no qualifications for being on the ju- <laughs> judiciary. You just threw your
1: name in a hat. Where Bob Odenkirk and <laughs> solicited himself as just like a, a higher f- friend, but he's dressed up like a lawyer and has like the the lawyer, you know, uh, book background. Mm-hmm. He's like. Uh, I assure you, I am not a lawyer. Anyway, <laughs> I'll, I'll say no
0: to it. It's funny. So, and and I and I actually had this to talk about later, but we can skip ahead to it. Um, th- this is the biggest problem with the Democrats, and why we can never stop hammering them, even if we're allied with them on something like this. This is their fault, one hundred percent. Bernie Sanders, if he was on yep. that panel, would have fucking skewered Brett Kavanaugh.
3: Oh, I mean, yeah.
0: it, it, and he wouldn't have, and he wouldn't have let him talk over him and he wouldn't have let Chuck Grassley cut him off before he got his say in. And they know this, but they don't want to give him too much power. So they give him fake bullshit titles like, you know, Democratic Outreach Chair, which is a chair yeah. that never fucking existed. Just like, you know, Keith Ellison's deputy chair position. Here's your little fucking deputy badge. Like, it, you know, it's nonsense, and this is why we they need to fucking go, because they're not our allies. They are our enemies, and they are doing everything that they can to actually halt and fight real progressive change within their caucus. And Bernie Sanders is the strongest voice that they have right now. I mean you couldn't and there were a couple of people I think that also should have been on, on the judiciary committee that aren't, people like Jeff Merkley, people who I think are yeah, at least,
2: I like him. I like yeah, him trending
0: off. towards the right, you know, direction. Yeah. Elizabeth Warren, you know, I have my huge qualms with her, but I would have much rather seen her up there than Diane Feinstein, fucking, you know, decrepit, barely audible <laughs> Diane Feinstein. And I mean, these people are picking the fucking most important judges in the country, and 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 you know, and you have no fighters on that fucking panel except for grandstanders like fucking Cory Booker. Like
2: yes, him well, and It was nice Pamela. to hear Cory,
1: you know, Booker, uh, what his feelings were on all the matters. It was um, great to see him get coffee for uh, Doctor Ford. Uh, but yeah, he's
0: Did totally he not really? a totally not a stunt. I, I swear that was. Did totally he really funny. get coffee for him? Oh no, he br- he made a big point of bringing coffee over to her during her testimony. Make sure you
3: photograph oh, him put coffee <laughs> on her
2: desk. Oh my god, he always <laughs> wants to be seen. He fucking he's such uh. a hero
0: complex.
1: Oh, like god. he just so am I. Uh, you know, <coughs> supposedly like Kamala and Booker were like united yeah. in their you know slight contempt Grand for standing. the process. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's still, but they'll still talk. You know, like today, you know, there was no more hearing. They, as far as testimony, it's just the senators talking to each other and Booker's talking, just like the most flowy, respectful way to these people. Like, you know, it's just I understand we've all tried to work together. It's just that this is not the right thing. It's like you, they're gonna put a fucking rapist on the Supreme Court, and they know he is, and they don't care. And you sit there care and you respect those people them. and you talk. What?
2: I said they don't... Is my mic not working? No, you're good. Sorry. Um, I was saying they don't care because it doesn't affect them. Like, like yeah. at the end of the day, like no, it true. doesn't affect them at all. Totally f- true. Oh,
1: oh, well, it, it will affect them positively because you're going to have more rulings that reflect the giant corporations that pay, pay their, for their fucking campaigns. That's how it affects them. So that's why they need this guy.
0: Well, and, and Mitch McConnell... People have pointed out he's willing to lose the midterms over this because he might very well lose, you know, majorities in the Senate if they push him through. This guy's going to set policy for forty years going forward. I mean, all these voting oh, restrictions oh. and gerrymandering. I mean, this is going to. This is so much more important than yeah. winning the majority in the midterms, just keeping the majority for him. Um, well, he is an alcoholic. Yeah. He might. Plow into a fucking semi while he's all tuned up. On we can only hope.
2: <laughs> we, yeah. we can only hope. I was going to say the same thing.
1: <laughs> um,. So, now, yeah. Just to be clear, I don't wish him death. Oh, I'm just going to let you I know do, I'll take pleasure no. if he does bring about his own demise through his alcoholism. Yes. I would,
2: I would I, Cheers, I, a glass or two.
0: I, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't. I. I am not threatening him or in, in any way. But I would certainly be happy if he. If he suddenly, you know, in a drunken stupor, clambered out into his car <laughs> and crashed into a, I'm, you know, an embankment and didn't kill anyone else.
1: I'm just encouraging him to enjoy Same. beer more Same. behind the wheel of a car and drive down a very narrow mountain road oh. at high speeds well you know he he likes
0: beer he still likes beer you know oh my god
2: I, he liked it and he still likes it and he will like it oh
0: god <laughs> it, it, by the which is brings me to another thing and i think vox actually did a good chart on this uh they did shading for every time that ford answered a question versus evaded uh versus every time kavanaugh answered a question versus evaded and and hers doesn't even have a single red evasion like line on it wow. and his is just full of fucking red evasion like he didn't answer any fucking <laughs> question he just kept trying to and
2: he was you so bad what? at it too I remember um listening to Dr. Ford's testimony um and I forget what the prosecutor asked her but she asked if like she had talked to anybody before such and such or whatever mm-hmm and uh Dr. Ford said no and then it was like a couple minutes later or not a couple minutes later a couple seconds later mm-hmm. so um she gets like to the next question and then Dr. Ford or maybe she didn't even get to the next question Dr. Ford was just like oh you know wait wait a minute i want to correct that i actually did talk to somebody but blah 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 mm-hmm. and like that's that's like another indication of how you know somebody's credible because mm-hmm. they're going to it was very be, honest they're going to yeah and they're going to correct themselves
1: Right. And that was something that, you know, before we even heard her testimony, just with what she had said um, a couple of weeks ago, it showed a level of objective nuance that somebody who is making it up or uh, even honestly exaggerating. (laughs) Yeah. You know, she said that she thought he would inadvertently kill her. Somebody who was making that up is not going to say inadvertently kill me. They would just say, I thought he was trying to kill me. Right. So it's like those are the little things that if you're uh, a lawyer and you're trying to determine if your client is credible, you're going to see that and go, oh, this is somebody who's speaking from a uh, very active memory of real events.
2: Yeah. And she didn't have a book in front of her she was reading off of, did she? Mm
3: -hmm
0: no he he had he had quite a few reading materials in front of him though it looked like yeah he did including his fucking nerdy calendars um but yeah no and and you know and we talked a lot about last week i think about about the evidence uh in her favor like the fact that she put an accomplice on the scene who could refute her story uh which is not something that people making a story up would do if they had any sense so obviously you know that she wouldn't have made that uh, that element up, well, and, and there's that, a reason he's fucking hiding well, in Antarctica exactly. right now. <laughs> exactly, you know? is well, he really? That's the why, <laughs> not literally, but he's like in hiding.
1: And that's the big reason why you know it, it, he Kavanaugh does not want an investigation because he knows this other guy was in the room and doesn't know what he remembers. You know, mm-hmm. he knows they were both in the room, <laughs> and totally. any 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 innocent person would be clamoring for an investigation to exonerate them. They would think that's yes. the only way I get out of this is an investigation. The fact that he's refused entirely indicates that he knows he was there but probably doesn't remember things well. Um, in, in fact, this is the, one of the biggest things that I noticed that uh, no one talked about on cable news at all or any TYT or anything. They were very focused on when uh, when Senator um, Klobuchar, Klobuchar mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. she was asking me if he'd ever been blackout drunk and Mm -hmm. she asked several times and the the thing everyone remembers that he he just asked it back to her you know which he apologized for because he was just completely (laughs) rude um but one of the times she asked she was saying just in general do you have you ever drank into the point of blacking out Mm
3: -hmm. and
1: he didn't answer her question generally he answered specifically i remember what happened implying Mm -hmm. a single Mm -hmm. event Right? Yeah. So she's talking about it in general terms. Is this something that happened to you over a period of time? But he's only thinking about when it happened on one particular day, the day that he attacked that woman.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was it was he's a, a, bit, huge he's a terrible liar, but yeah, that's interesting. It was, it
1: was a big Freudian slip. I didn't notice anyone. Wow. You know, they played it over and over and over, and mm-hmm. I listened to it. And I was like, he oh, didn't shit. say that's not something that's happened, or I don't do that. That's you know, it's I remember what happened. That was his his response, you know, so huge mm-hmm. for slipped slip there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, th- uh, with Mark Judge's uh, statement, which isn't even a sworn statement, by the way, it's signed by his lawyer. He didn't even sign it himself. So there's nothing uh, to forbid him from lying in it. He didn't even say I did. This did not happen. He said he did the ultimate Washington lawyerly thing, which was I do not recall the events in question. <laughs> I do not recall is like a flashing neon sign saying, I fucking totally recall. Like, that's yeah, what that means. Exactly. But it's incriminating, so I'm not going to say so. I mean, Bill Clinton was the king of I don't recall, you know, <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and depends on what your definition of is is. But uh, it, it's just so blatant. Um, I want to, <laughs> you know, we we should talk about uh, uh, just the, the unbelievably – ridiculous uh, behavior of of, of uh, elf Lindsey Graham because he was just such a little...
2: He came out of left field, like, just, oh, my God, I can't believe what's going on right now. Hi, this is, this like... Is, I gotta say, this is the worst, most ridiculous <laughs> proceeding I've ever seen in all my four to five years.
0: <laughs> so I actually have a, a little bit of an... Au- I, have, I have a little minute of audio yes. from that just, just so people can get an idea if they didn't see it because it's so... <laughs> just ridiculous and over-the-top, so take a listen to this, and we'll talk about
3: it. Did you meet with Senator Dianne Feinstein on August 20th? I did meet with Senator Feinstein. Did you know that her staff had already recommended a lawyer to Dr. Ford? I did not know that. Did you know that her and her staff had these allegations for (laughs) over 20 days? I did not know that at the time. If you wanted an FBI investigation, you could have come to us. What you wanna do is destroy this guy's life, hold this seat open, and hope you win in 2020. You've said that, not me. You've got nothing to apologize for. When you see Sotomayor and Kagan, tell them that Lindsey said "Oh, because I voted for them. I would never do to them what you've done to this guy. This is the most unethical sham since I've been in politics. And if you really wanted to know the truth, you sure as hell wouldn't have done what you done to this guy.
0: He's just such a little fucking bitch. Like, it's so just unreal.
1: W- I was watching that part live, but I had it um, shrunken down to a little tiny, small mm-hmm. window in the corner of my monitor, so I couldn't mm-hmm. really see it. And I heard it, and he but, was jumping from, per- from talking to Kavanaugh to talking to Democratic. Yeah, it was confusing. Yeah. Back and forth so quickly, I thought it was edited. I thought I was yeah. hearing a replay of something but it was, but like, it was wait, like, should it, he I, say
2: it, something to that or not?
1: <laughs> I thought it wasn't real. I didn't think that was really Lindsey Graham. I thought somebody had already done like a comedic, <laughs> um, like a comedic dubbing of uh-huh. it. You know, because people could do that shit. You know, in a matter sure. of minutes now. And I, so I expanded the window and I looked at it. I was like, oh my god, this is—he's really saying all that right now. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I looked around the room. I was like, is this really the fucking hearing? Is it, this is what's actually being said right now. This it looked country. like.
2: It looked like such a fake outrage oh, was if so I ever strange. saw one, but then like I'm on Twitter seeing like all these live tweets come in, and I see like these right wing ones like, "Yeah, go Lindsay. Like, "Yeah, like you're sticking it to him and all this shit." And I'm like, "How? Yeah, it's, How what? it's
1: theater for people that can't tell the difference between
2: I'm
1: like no a, a, a documentary and a completely fabricated performance."
0: Yeah, no, it was it really was. Um, and, you know, a lot of people pointed out disgusting. that he was auditioning for uh, the attorney general role when Trump, you know, imminently fires the uh, the current impish uh, southern moron that holds that seat, uh, Jeff Sessions.
2: Jeffrey Beauregard Sessions. <laughs> Jefferson Beauregard Sessions. Jefferson. Um, <laughs>
0: you notice how Lindsey Graham says the word hello. <laughs> That's so weird I thought he was trying him. to say the word aloha and then but couldn't strope. <laughs> <he laughs> <laughs> like I don't know what the fuck was happening.
2: <laughs> Called him yeah. a southern bell earlier because John Stewart used to call him a southern bell all the time. <laughs>
1: oh oh my god. I, I also like that you know, his in his fake little temper tantrum, he calls this process the greatest sham in his in his political career. Right. Uh, I don't know if he remembers the Iraq war. A uh, little bit bigger huh. sham
0: It was so oh. fake Oh my god, Jesus Yeah, he's he's such a just Oh god, can't stand it. Between him um,
2: and Ted Cruz It was like, oh, I don't know sm- who I hate I, more
0: I was so upset when I realized <laughs> That he hadn't been one of the people That gave up his time to the prosecutor Because I had to listen <laughs> to Ted Cruz talk for five minutes and then, Well, you know I just have to say That this is, uh, I, by far One of the most like. I, I, he's just such a Fucking weasel, like I, I just a slimy, oh uh, God, I can't. So, I in the middle of the hearing, we can't beat these people though. Apparently,
1: <laughs> I just tweeted out, I don't remember what my exact words. It was just like, what? Oh, I remember. I just tweeted out the words, "What a sniveling twat," and it instantly got like a couple because it, like it didn't matter who was talking. If it was a male voice in that room talking, <laughs> it was a sniveling twat.
0: <laughs> oh God, they're just so fucking. I I, oh. I I can't I can't, um, you know, and of course this this whole process was a total sham because they're
3: oh, terrified God.
0: that the truth is going to come out, um, which is why they didn't allow any kind of other witnesses to be called. They didn't compel uh, or subpoena Mark Judge to come forward because they know, and they're panicking right now because you know we as of today, uh, it seems like they're going to give it a week uh, to do to do an FBI investigation and come back. You know, with with a report, uh, and I guess they're gonna make another decision then. I don't have a ton of confidence that they're gonna vote no on him anyway. But
1: so, how does that work though? Because I thought only the president can order that. Can the full Senate
0: order that that the committee couldn't? No, the president signed off on it because. Oh, so really? what happened okay. was uh, Flake, uh, again, just the, the 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 completely spineless coward that he is, made a big speech and you know saying how we should let the FBI do their job but then voted yes to advance through Wait, to committee. On... I
2: missed I missed his speech, but I saw like the elevator action before that oh, happened.
0: Elevator yeah, action. We
2: should talk about that. <laughs> yeah
0: he was he was trying to he was taking the elevator down to Which the is, chambers. Yeah.
2: And these two girls were not having it plus and like t- some other people.
0: These two these two women came forward and they were like look I I we're survivors of sexual assault and mm-hmm. you were telling me that my pain is not important enough to you to keep a, a rapist yeah. from the highest court in the like they and they kept she him was, there for four minutes berating yeah. him it was fucking she beautiful
2: was, she was getting him on a human level she was like look me in the eyes like she said that a he, couple times he couldn't he and, kept
0: looking down he couldn't yeah. fucking look at anyone he and was i'm so just ashamed. like here
2: it is like this is one of those people one of those fucking politicians just trying to block out this shit but like if you do that like i mean i don't know that's where it came from it, mm-hmm. I that that has to be like definitely part of like where it came from and i know he's like not gonna run again or he's retiring or he, whatever
0: this is last term and it's, yeah. Yeah, it's
1: the only find they find their shame again is when they decide not to run again
2: but it's well, like that shit helps for sure he like i'm clearly... so thankful for those women thank you yeah
0: <laughs> no i i agree totally and he looked very ashamed and he looked sympathetic mm-hmm. but he's still... But he's fuck still those two
2: girls in the elevator, too, that were on his side. Like, I could not yeah, be them. Yeah, two staffers. Like, they totally, like, I was watching it, and you can just see They'll them go... Too. They just go to, like, autopilot. Like, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. We just gotta have no emotion he... and say thank you and try and close this door.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah, without forcing her out because that would be a bad visual. He, um... You know what? At the end of the day, though, he's still just thinking about, like, look, I need to be... And I think Lawrence O'Donnell of all people pointed this out. It's like, he still needs to he what he wants is a nice cushy job on a board or at a think tank after he retires where they're going to pay him a lot of money to do fuck all and he's not going to be letting those rooms if he is the one who keeps mm-hmm. kavanaugh from getting to the court right so he knows no matter Especially what he does with all
2: these people like getting disturbed at dinner and out uh-huh. and about
0: <laughs> uh-huh. and he know- and he just knows he's like look i you know i i, I know this guy did it I, I think he i think he in his heart feels that Kavanaugh's is guilty but he's too fucking greedy he doesn't care he's like i don't care my career after I retire is too important i can't do the right thing i'll pretend to do the right thing and then i'll yeah. vote to advance him now what he and murkowski did was that they said uh to mcconnell like hey we we don't feel comfortable voting unless we this give this a week to yeah. give an FBI investigation. Now, what he didn't say is that we wouldn't vote yes if you did decide to vote anyway. But luckily McConnell is a, a, a you know a scared turtle uh, in a <laughs> shell, and he decided to um, call for an investigation anyway. And then Trump agreed to do it. But uh, you know Jeff Flake is 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 the definition of phony courage and phony. He's the guy that um, the establishment the definition loves. Of flake. <laughs> yeah, because because he acts yeah. all f- like like he, he,
1: yeah. his eyes sort of look empathetic, but that's just because he's tired. That's all. No, I said <laughs> like it looked eyelids. like.
2: I said on like somebody's post that it looked like somebody tried to like turn his nose, like grab it and turn it. I was like, what's wrong with this? <laughs> I felt bad. Like I don't like to do like.
0: No, I know, but he does have a fucking character hook nose. like
2: assassination like yeah, that we <laughs> only make
1: fun of the looks of people that are evil all right yeah so
2: that's
0: true. he it's is evil so, so yeah public, public,
2: okay. uh, it looked like game. somebody tried to turn his nose yeah.
0: so <laughs> <laughs> um it, you know they're still trying to push this through, uh, and I, I I don't I do not for a second think that McConnell is not going to try some fucking shenanigans to get this through. And I think the second that the FBI finishes and hands in the report, they're going to rush to vote immediately before people even have time to review it and deliberate further. He's going to allow for you know an hour of debate or some nonsense yeah. on the court on, on the well, floor, and, then and he's going to call for
1: a vote. And as you were talking, we were
0: talking about this
1: yesterday while the thing was going on, where they will literally rush it through in a moment of confusion where they'll say, okay, well, what are we actually voting on right now? Are we voting that we're gonna do this plus the amendment? Or we may just consider Mm -hmm. that after the fact and it's not binding. And they'll just be, you know, like they'll start doing the roll call and then they'll be like, oh, wait, wait a minute. What are we actually voting on? Well, no, it's too late. Gavel, bam, done. Like they'll Mm -hmm. do it that quick. And I've seen it happen in city halls. I've seen it happen on a board of trustees for universities. Uh, Portland State University voted to weaponize all their campus security uh, in a very hasty yeah. vote like that, where it was five hours of hearing, and then they just voted on it, and nobody understood what they even voted for. That They were they were like, oh, we're just voting to train them to use them, not actually to authorize them to carry weapons. And then they gaveled on it, and they were like, oh, actually, it, that's part of the same plan. And people were fucking outraged, and the same thing today where or yesterday – um, well, I guess the vote actually Both was okay. Where it was, people <laughs> were confused about what, what was they were actually voting on. Uh, were they voting uh-huh. on the condition that there would be an investigation? And mm-hmm. they're like, well, let's, let's just vote and then we'll talk about that later. And people were like, oh, okay, we'll vote. Okay, wait, wait, wait what? Like, yeah. it, it was complete confusion. And they do this all the time. Yeah, they do because they don't read like
2: minutes. anything.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so a couple things from today, because um, because it was an equally well almost equally as insane day in terms of the goings on. So, um, you know, uh, 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 unbelievably, there are still a couple Democrats considering voting yes even after hearing <sighs> that well, fucking, not
2: united.
0: <laughs> even after hearing that testimony, which clearly paints uh, Christine Blasey Ford as a very credible witness and a very credible person and brett kavanaugh as a raving hysterical fucking lying piece of shit um there's still democrats who are trying to find a way to vote for him which uh which dems are there that you'll start? never guess you'll never guess which one in particular <laughs> is really trying to find a way to vote for him is that uh, Manchin? Ter- yeah it turns out our good buddy joe Manchin <laughs> is dying to fucking vote for him mm. uh, okay. well clearly
1: tom perez wouldn't
0: allow the party to support him after that vote right See, you oh, know, no, it's funny because all. I actually have a little bit of an audio clip here. Um, thank you for that setup, which we did not even discuss beforehand. But we don't discuss uh,
1: any setups; we just know each we other. Just know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Tom Perez, uh, and by the way, if I didn't have the clip, I would just, I would just reenact it because you know we we have to lead with our values. And, no, but see here, I have a clip of Tom Perez being asked today, I believe, about uh, whether or not he would support a candidate, a Democratic candidate, who voted yes on Kavanaugh. So let's hear what the leader of the democratic party has to say because obviously he'd be like no well that's unconscionable to think of such a thing so let's hear what he has to say because but is, is there room in the party for senators who vote for judge Cabinet.
4: well listen the democratic party has always uh, been a party that's reflected a number of, of values but one of those values i think has been that we need supreme court justices who are going to be fair and impartial and it, i mean i think if, if a woman had done Yesterday, what Justice, what Judge Kavanaugh did in terms of the shrill, we would have a series of stories today uh, that would be remarkable.
1: I haven't quite heard a yes or no answer on, on whether it's <laughs> acceptable for Democratic senators. Well, the
4: Democratic candidate. senators, there were Democratic senators who voted for uh, Justice Gorsuch. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, which was were, a bit of a different hand-
1: situation than what we're
4: in. Today. Well, again, and, and that's going to be up to them. But there, there were Democratic senators who did that. Uh, and uh, and that is a fact. And those are Democratic senators that I have worked very closely with, continue to work very closely with and are working to help get reelected. And so uh, that is that is the that is a fact, that's the reality of what uh, we see now and uh,
1: and you would continue to work to get real work to reelect Democratic senators. If of course they vote. we're going to continue if they, to work. If they vote, uh, well, we
4: don't know what they're going to do. And and again, if I were a Democrat on this one, I would I would Uh, I would vote against Judge Kavanaugh. I mean, we haven't finished an investigation. We don't, there are facts that we don't know. There is no reason to rush this. Mark Judge hasn't been interviewed, and he hasn't, he should be testifying in the committee. He should. Thank
1: God Tom Perez is a real Democrat.
0: That's that's the leader of the Democratic Party for all intents and purposes, folks. That, that, that that's the kind of strength that we're working with. And you wonder why Democrats don't have a majority in any fucking seat of power in this country.
2: <laughs> so disappointing. I mean, just fucking hell. Like, really,
0: dude. Like, that's like you could. You, this is like such uh. a layup. Like, even for you, you I, I know you're feckless, but like, even for you, that that is such a fucking layup. And that's your answer is that well, we'll support them anyway, basically. So, yeah, yeah, Tom Perez, you know, uh, 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 not, not unexpected, but still disappointing. Yeah, <laughs> I hope exactly. one
1: of the times that Tom Perez is trying to put a T-shirt on over uh, a dress shirt, <laughs> he gets stuck, and then his airway gets cut off, and he can't get out of it. And he just sort of, you know, in a, some green room behind a stage before some big event that he's going to, you know, speak terribly at, he just suffocates himself on accident. And all flags and random
0: all random objects are falling around <laughs> just, him as they yeah. tend to. Do. Uh,
1: not saying I <laughs> wish him death. I'm just hoping that he has a wardrobe malfunction that cuts off his airway. I
0: seem to have I seem to have caught my head in my t-shirt and I can't get out and I, I, my <laughs> air my air is running out and and I, this is not I, you know
3: I like to leave with my
0: values but I am a little yeah no that <laughs> that'd be amusing um so <laughs> Tom he, he's just such a fucking clown so. Uh. Manchin um, and Joe Donnelly, actually, another Democratic quote-unquote senator, um, have agreed that they're going to – according to people who work on the Hill, who I generally trust with when they would report on shit like this, supposedly Manchin, Murkowski, Collins, and Donnelly all agreed that they're going to vote the same way, one way or the other. i think i saw that
2: graphic floating around yeah murkowski and collins
0: obviously are the two republican female Mm -hmm. republican senators uh out of of 51 by the way um who who, uh you know are under a lot of pressure right now because they are more moderate and uh they claim that they support roe v wade but they're willing at least it seems like they're willing to put someone on the court who not only uh, is in opposition, fierce opposition to Roe v. Wade because he's a uh, fundamentalist Christian lunatic, but he also is potentially a rapist. Uh, you know, he's been accused uh, at least three credible separate instances uh, of of rape or some degree of rape and, you know, potentially more. And people are like, hey, um, if you have any fucking conscience whatsoever, right, you're going to vote no. So... Is Susan
2: Collins? She is she. I think she is one of the ones that like voted against the ACA repeal.
0: Yeah, so she was. She, yes, and what she said is that she won't vote for him if she thinks that he's going to gut health care, which is such an absurd fucking caveat because of course he could find a way into saying that. Um. But you could also claim to care about Roe v. Wade, which has been settled law for fucking decades in this country, yeah. And would unleash uh, such a such a fucking sharp turn. I mean, not that we've oh already, oh my god, not yeah. been turning towards fascism, but I mean, you want to talk about it, just
2: it would, oh my god. So the I can't even, oh shit, fuck.
0: So the, <laughs>
1: the Supreme Court decides what cases it hears, right? Like they get, they only hear about maybe, I think. A quarter of the cases that are submitted to them, um, the thing they don't often do is retry a case, right? So, a case like Roe v. Wade, they wouldn't hear it again because they've already done something similar. But there's a million different ways you can use the law to chip away case at it that they could, yeah. that they
0: could bring forth now, and, and, and reverse a, that precedent. And
1: we've, al- I've always kind of been like, well, we've always had an even, you know, somewhat even keel um, on the Supreme Court, and again, they're supposed to be dispassionate and nonpartisan. And when you hear Brett Kavanaugh we have go state on this, laws this too. tirade yesterday about you know the the conspiracies of the left, um, the Clinton the Clinton revenge, <laughs> and it just like, it was God, like, dude, this is a, this guy is an Insane. existing, sitting federal judge. How the fuck did he get this job? This guy is a fucking. How lunatic. did he
2: get this far? We, like uh, we like, talk about uh, fucking uh,
0: impeaching him from his current seat. I mean he's a fucking oh my lunatic. God. Like, yes. My, 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 like the, it's unbelievable. So, yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. E-
1: even if you didn't, you yeah. know, couldn't say one way or the other what he did or what he was accused of, that's still a huge amount of doubt. But just his candor yesterday should disqualify oh. him immediately. Disqualify him. Nobody. If there was like a like a far extremely
2: biased left, towards the right. Obviously. If there was a, like a, a, a liberal to be judge
3: that favorable. talked that way,
1: I, I wouldn't want them to be on the Supreme Court. I don't want somebody who's a judge who is way on the left anymore I want hit someone way on the right because that's not the place for it right it's supposed to be impartiality for a reason yeah
0: yeah yeah no of course and you know it's just so funny because the right are always the ones who talk about activist judges and all these liberal activist judges it's fucking absurd like the only activist judges I've ever seen are the lunatics that they put on the Supreme Court people like Antonin Scalia Neil Gorsuch this fucking lunatic like you know it um so the other thing i wanted to mention briefly um and again i couldn't you know get out of this without taking another dig at the democrats because they have spent the last uh year and a half doing everything in their power to rehabilitate the war criminal uh george bush who should be ostracized from polite society and be sitting in a fucking prison cell in the hague for the rest of his life but instead he's Dancing on Ellen, and you know, he's adorable uh, because he's giving cough drops to, Mich- uh, to Michelle Obama. Um, so was sore, you know. The, the,
2: I can maybe sympathize right now, <laughs> yeah, right. But um, you take a time, cough drop no. from George Bush right now and
0: then, you know, kick him in the dick or something. <clears throat> <laughs>
2: um,
0: so you know. Uh, He's a new hero of the resistance because he doesn't like Trump. Um, turns out. Vote
2: resistance. Yeah,
0: right. Turns out he spent the day yesterday uh, whipping votes by calling Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski, and Joe Manchin, Joe Donnelly, trying to convince them to vote for his uh, buddy from his alma mater of Yale, where he was a male cheerleader, by the way. Nothing, there's anything wrong with that. Just, you know, pointing okay. it out. Okay. Because um, okay. it's amusing. Uh, <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> Whipping votes, uh, so you know, even after hearing that testimony, he still thinks that Brett Kavanaugh is qualified to serve on the Supreme Court. So I, I'm, I'm, I really hope you people are fucking glad that you rehabilitated this piece of fucking garbage war criminal, uh, because he's now considered a voice uh of the center, and and he's you know using that voice. To try to convince people to vote for a fucking rapist for the Supreme Court. Could you imagine,
1: so, you know. even if you're uh, a right wing senator, you get a phone call from George W. Bush? <laughs> what that would be like? <laughs>
3: so bizarre. That'd be so weird. Hey, miss,
1: miss me?
0: Out? <laughs> I'm just kidding. He, well, you know, he's also the nickname guy, so I'm very curious to hear what his nickname for like Joe Manchin would have been. You know, a uh,
2: a Chen.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Like just he said. Oh, he Does named Carl Rove Turd Blossom. He, he kind of
2: has a big chin <laughs> What?
0: <laughs> yeah, he used to call it Carl Rove Turd Blossom. Uh, was that
2: know. after you saw Guardians of the Galaxy? Or... No, no, no. That, that, <laughs> I, I think that
0: might have even been in reference to that. I don't know. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> no, but like back during his. Yeah, he, he called. uh I'm trying to remember some of his other nicknames. He called Alan Brown, who's the head of FEMA, uh Brownie. Like, you know, famously when he showed up to uh katrina new orleans during katrina when the fema was fucking you know doing an atrocious job and letting people die of uh exposure on their roofs he mm-hmm. shows up because oh you're doing a heck of a job brownie
1: that happened um, like a couple of years ago you know the guy you, i know you guys are younger than me but like that feels like that just happened to me i know
2: no no <laughs> i remember it happening
1: yeah, yeah it was, no. it was yeah. i was
2: listening to like songs
0: yeah. <laughs> i was old enough no, to like, appreciate music. that was back when kanye that was back when kanye west yeah. wasn't a fucking moron and, uh, and went on TV Lil and wayne said george said, bush doesn't care about Black yeah anymore.
2: yeah and Lil wayne had uh some songs about him too
1: <laughs> that was all the way back when mike myers was still vaguely like relevant
0: simpler times simpler times um yeah, yeah. so uh what well, seemed like but you know but that really that really kind of sums up the point i wanted to make which is that neoliberals facilitate fascism whether it's intentionally or uh, as a product of their ineptitude and their inability to fight, they are just utterly unprepared for the shock politics of of the modern-day Republican Party. And, you know, you see people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and all of these other progressive candidates that are rising up, and, you know, sure, they're all flawed, and they all have uh, deferential, you know, treatment with uh towards the establishment at times but you see that republicans actually respect them when they when they talk about them on tv and they don't really quite know how to talk about them because they've literally never faced a an opponent like these candidates before like they're they're so uh, other than bernie sanders who they've kind of regarded as an old kook they've never had to like put up a real fight against people with actual policy positions so I, it's just so clear to me now more than ever that we need to get rid of these people because they're absolutely uh aiding our slide towards absolute fucking fascism and you know I mentioned that Michael Moore movie that I saw, which was i again f- fully recommend anybody's uh, new movie is it um, out in theaters yeah, or? it was in theaters I saw it in theaters um
2: I bet it's here too yeah you I'm check it, 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 it
0: out. it's a semi limited run but it's playing in in a lot in, it less, should be it, in places. And, um, you know, he, and in that movie, he devotes a whole section to, uh, the fact that Germany was one of the most thriving liberal democracies in the world in the thirties. And they had, and they were just very forward thinking, progressive society, very similar to our own. And, uh, you know, Hitler, the, the Nazi party rose to power through the inability of the, centrists to take a stand against them like the the nazis only had about a 33 percent share of the parliament at the time um and they managed through wranglings to snatch power because they weren't thrown out of polite society by by you know the liberal by the the communists and by the centrist you know in a, in a coalition are you sure it wasn't susan Strain's fault that hitler took power
3: <laughs> <laughs> well that was the, yeah i mean oh, that was another God. factor
0: obviously but um but no, but I, I genuinely mean that. And, and I don't and, and he makes the case that it's not hyperbolic to say that Trump has Hitler like tendencies. And it's not that he we think he wants to kill six million Jews or six million Mexicans, but we're letting not yet, these, but, you know, but I mean, we've already we've already fucking seen people pull Hitler like moves. I mean, the fucking Patriot, Act, that's, yeah. you know. It, they use tragedy to grab power, and now that is power we can never get back. Like, we already have completely given up our privacy and our right to a fair trial in this country because we were scared. And I, all it takes is one more 9 11. Somebody, I think Chris Edges said, We're one fucking 9 11 away from Donald Trump saying we're not going to have an election in 2020 because we can't guarantee. I mean, that's
2: oh my fucking God. horrifying,
0: but it's that's... really true.
2: Holy shit. You and can like, imagine? No, I can't. I can now, be, just because like I never could imagine him becoming president. So it's like, fuck, I can <laughs> see that happening.
1: Yeah, fucking and shit.
2: The things Aww. that we
1: see happen in dictatorships, Damn. where we go, oh, that's that. We're way better than that's those people. them. We would never yeah, suspend an election.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just like you know, Donald Trump would never become president, and you know, like there's just so many. It's like, guy. All these things that we said are never going to happen are fucking happening. So maybe we should cut this off before it continues to fucking happen and wake up and stop voting uh, for fucking pieces of shit. This is exactly,
1: you know, you see the people that say, (laughs) how dare Bernie, how dare Susan Sarandon. This is what happens when you don't support Hillary. And this is, this is exactly, (laughs) I've caught whatever you've got. Cash. Really? Now, you gave it to me through the, digitally. Digitally, yeah. through the microphone. You digitally infected him. We're all going to get Ebola now. Um, but this is exactly <laughs> what we warned this the liberal Democrat Hillary supporters about. That there was no way that she was going to win. And by cheating Bernie, that was going to disenfranchise people and turn them away from the party. By not bringing his people in... To make uh, effective platform changes that was gonna push those people away by directly telling them, we don't need your votes, go start your own party. Like, literally, they did everything possible to blow up their own base, right? And then she fucking loses. And then it's like, how dare you actually leave the party after we told you to? This is your fault, you know? So, everything that's happening right now is happening because people on the left, you know, warned them not to do this and they did it anyway they uh, she's picked tim fucking kane as a running mate you know it, it's just all of this when she, we saw all of this six
2: she t- blows it up and like has a mental breakdown and she's comfortable enough to be like i'm okay with this kind of like i'm not like because i'm in the woods but well, cause i'm okay really like her ultimately. Yeah. It, yeah exactly but everybody else is like oh my fucking god like
0: she, like, no, she, she she fucking did this. Like, we know we know for a fact she gave us Trump. She elevated Trump. She told her fucking media cronies to give yeah, him more coverage because she oh. wanted to face him. It's just, you know, I, I, but but people still will look at that fucking objective fact and still yeah blame us and still blame the people fucking screaming at the top of their lungs that she is not. It's at because all they to beat watch him.
2: mainstream media. I swear to God. <laughs> no, it is because
0: totally they never talk about this shit on mainstream media. It's And that's why people have to listen to, uh, you know, three Jagovs tell you this on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's,
2: that that was me and my this. mom earlier this week. And I was telling you guys about it. I was like, oh, my God, you guys. Like, she was totally for Bernie and then, like, switched to Hillary, we need to commit like, all afterwards our just because she <laughs> watches mainstream <laughs> media.
0: Uh, but, no, it's it, and you know, and that's actually one other thing before we got out of here that I wanted to talk about is I noticed a real generational divide in terms of the way people view these accusations, not even whether or not she's credible, but whether or not they're a big deal, which is fucking mental to me. But right. I talked to a lot of people, uh, you know, in the boom. And again, I'm not besmirching. We have plenty of boomer listeners, I'm sure, who are great and progressive. But you guys know Ooh. you have peers in your generation who are fucking old crotchety morons who watch Fox News and even some who watch CNN and MSNBC who think that they're liberal but they don't care if it – as long as it doesn't personally affect them. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the famous liberals that Phil, o- Phil Oaks was talking about in, in the intro to Love Me, I'm a liberal, you know, 10 <laughs> degrees to the left of center on a good day, 10 degrees to the right of center if it affects them personally. <laughs> um, So – and I and I talk to people on, on both sides of the spectrum who are like, well, yeah, but you know, he was seventeen, and like, you know, that's just the way things were. But and I'm just like, mm-hmm. I, it, it's so it's so like, foreign to me that concept, like that that would ever be a remotely acceptable like behavior, I'm
2: justification Like, justification or it, it, excuse it, it, or anything like it's that. It's a
0: sexually violent crime. Like you would go to fucking jail. Like I so, saw this
2: one. I saw this one like graphic, and it was like. He's not a what? What was it? He's not a boy. He's not a boy. He's not a boy. boy. And it was like Tamir Rice and like all the other like younger young black black kids
0: that were killed by cops.
2: Yeah, and then like it was Brett Kavanaugh. Oh, he was a boy, like whatever (laughs) age it was. And I'm like, Uh fuck this fucking society, man. So I told
1: you about how I was at a, uh, a bar next to a wealthy. Yacht marina. Yes, earlier today. you did. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. As a table of five guys, <laughs> all in their sixties, I would imagine, uh, based on just you know how they looked and everything. And they were talking about this loudly. They'd had several drinks yes. uh, already, and they I, like beer. They've yeah, always
0: liked beer. Do.
1: They were all like gray Thank hair you. with mustaches, and oh, like Worst. not not millionaires, but you can tell guys that want to be millionaires. So just yeah, they're want to uh-huh. be millionaires. And they were basically saying like you know. Not that hushed a tone, but they were what they thought was touched tone for having four pitches of beer amongst five of them already. Uh, basically, just saying like, so now what? Everything we did for fun in the '70s is criminal now, and it's it's just yeah, like, it's, it's like immediately you just think like, what the fuck were you doing in the '70s that you thought was normal behavior? Uh-huh, you uh-huh. know, I mean, I get it; it's a different time. But when they're talking about Brett Kavanaugh directly, and they're like, well, you know, it's he said sh- he said versus she said, like they hadn't watched the hearings, obviously. Um, yeah. But, you know, just they basically they it came down for them that, you know, he's 17. They say, well, he's a product of his time and it's just that times have changed. Well, no, because if you lock someone in a room and you turn up the music so no one can hear what you're doing and you put your hand over their mouth, you know that what you're doing is wrong because you're trying to hide yeah. it from everybody else. That's you fucking topic. know what's wrong and you're doing it on purpose.
2: Mm-hmm. You probably knew it then, too. like. I mean, and he's
0: also not fucking ninety years old. He's like fifty years old. Like he's not—he's not that fucking old. He's a young guy. Like he's, this is not like—it's not like it was super cool to fucking rape people in the eighties. and Now all of a sudden it's taboo. No, it, they right, fucking it was knew what they were cool doing. Right, yeah, it
2: was super cool
0: then. Yeah, it's just like the, mean, what the was. fuck these fucking just fucking yuppie motherfucking yell. Like he—he
2: he might very tricks. well not remember it as well as she does, obviously, because sure, he was, he a, was doing it. Alcoholic. Yeah, and doing it to, like, other people, I'm pretty sure. And, oh, yeah, of course. And then, like, it was just, like, one or a couple, I'm not for sure, instances in her li- instances in her life that is, like, traumatic, and she can't fucking, like, forget about that shit.
1: The best yeah, answer, you Doc... You
2: might not even remember.
1: Yeah, Oh, the, the best answer that uh, Dr. Ford gave to a, a cross-examination question was when she said, mm-hmm. well, what about these... Uh, Four statements from these people that say they don't recall these events. And she said, Well, of course they wouldn't. It didn't happen to them. There's nothing remarkable about that date for those people who were there because they were downstairs and I was upstairs. They didn't witness it, they didn't see it. They have no reason to remember that day. It was a day like any other
2: for them. Mm-hmm.
0: and i and i was saying to because i was talking to an older older gentleman in his 60s uh you know who who just doesn't believe her which you know after all that is baffling even though he said she was credible um i was <laughs> like he's like oh well how could she not remember getting home and blah blah, blah and all this I'm, I'm, you know but <coughs> it's like okay so why don't you do me a favor just and anyone listening do the same thing and i'm young i i'm not like very young but i was in high school uh Less than 15 years ago. Um, I could try to remember when you were in high school, no matter what age you are, uh, the specific details of how you got to and from a party. Um, what you did at any given party, if it wasn't, you know, hooking up with a certain person or some absurd thing like breaking a glass table, which happened at a party outside or, yeah. you know, things like that, you know, absurd things, um, right. something extremely vivid. And to that point, if you do remember something like that, is that the only thing you remember? Do you remember the events surrounding that incident? Do you remember how you got home after that incident and how you got to the no you don't because it's not memorable that's not the way memory works you don't fucking remember everything you've ever done i couldn't tell you what i did fucking two days ago unless i really thought about it you remember traumatic events and big big moments and images in your life that's yep. the way human memory works yeah
1: or, or you remember the trip back and forward to a place if there was something eventful about that thing yeah exactly if yeah. you have a traumatic event happen and you're getting a ride home from a friend your mind is not on the ride home. Your mind is on is on what just happened to you, and
2: right? then like and, literally everything in between, like that whole moment, can trigger that like event again. So say yeah. like there was a song playing, like as she's leaving the place or whatever. If you hear that song, you're you're, you're traumatized again. Like just even little shit, maybe even like the banister <laughs> on the freaking stairs she was walking down.
0: Yeah, no. yeah, and what she rem- and she described in vivid detail elements like that that just stuck out in her mind. Yeah, they you
1: know? said on TYT today that based on the description of, of the layout of the house that she remembers, they're pretty sure it was somebody's grandma's house, that one of the people, <laughs> it was their grandma's house. So yeah. it's like, well, why doesn't the FBI go there? and look at the layout, and then question her. Luckily, and, and now they
0: have a week, so they hopefully can look into this, right. even though they're and ar- it, an arbitrary deadline again. You know, I,
1: it, it kind of sucks that liberals have this this very uh, rose-colored view of the FBI, but this is not a, a criminal matter we're talking about. We're talking about basically just a very impartial investigation that has the power to actually interview all these people in a very short amount of time. Mm-hmm. So of in, this, in this isolated case, I'm like, yes, this is the only way we're going to get to the truth on this. This is the you know, the way it's got to be.
0: Yeah, no, I I fully agree and I fully, you know, trust that they'll in, in this case do their due diligence because they're not trying to stifle, you know, a left-wing, you know, uprising or something. The, all the horrible shit that they do, this is pre-standard procedure for them to, to do a more extensive background check on a claim mm-hmm. you know raised during an interview yeah, they're, process they're not but... trying
1: to entrap an activist and get them to uh, <laughs> uh
0: you know into terrorism terrorist charges in this case they're just interviewing yeah, yeah. A, a cold case basically but no i mean and i genuinely i, I fully sympathize with when she was saying that and then and I, i've never had anything happen nearly as traumatic to me in my life but i remember just good moments from my life where i'll remember really specific you know i remember like when i was i i had to have been like i i've pieced this together that i was about three Mm -hmm. years old and you don't remember shit from when you're three years old i remember my grandpa uh who's my father's father who's no longer with us he took me to disney world in florida and i specifically remember him putting me on the uh like the the rocket like that goes up and like spins around and shit because i was fucking terrified (laughs) and um (laughs) That that probably traumatized me for life from from rides, but so uh, but I specifically remember that I was like I'm three years old like there's no way I should remember anything from that exactly. age. But you just remember very important vivid yeah. imagery.
2: Yeah, like you start remembering stuff at age five, so like anything mm-hmm. before that, it was just definitely like. Really important or dramatic? Yeah,
0: but and again, I couldn't tell you anything that happened before that or after that or anything. And this is, you know, (laughs) my first memory
1: was actually when I was only 18 months old. It was very vivid, too. Yeah, it was the opening of the Vietnam Veterans Memorial in Washington D.C. And I remember that only vaguely. But what I remember later that evening, and it was November, so it got dark out pretty early. Was um
2: wait climbing up you're born in november huh you were born in november
1: no i was 18 months no, old was 18
0: months old. oh
2: sorry my bad and my i remember routine. climbing
1: up the steps of the Lincoln memorial and it was all lit up with halogen lights so it had like an orange look to it you know like they're mm-hmm. switching over to, to white leds now but uh and i remember coming down the steps my dad sort of like ran ahead and hid behind some bushes and I was old enough where I could get down the steps on my own. I could barely walk. But I was like, where did dad go? You know, just like he's playing hide and seek all of a sudden. And then he jumped out and sort of startled me. And I was like, oh, ha You know, like I was just old enough to get it. It was a joke. Um, that's my first memory, vivid memory, was being huh. on those steps of that yeah. when my dad playing hide and seek for a moment.
2: I can't you know? even think of like what my first memory would be. Like I think of a couple when I was younger, but some of them are like, home videos that i've watched but that was like i was seven Mm, in those videos
1: yeah yeah. well Well, i mean that's almost not even your own memory because you're you're exactly that it makes you remember it in a different way but yeah
0: Yeah. and i actually remember now i do remember something traumatic from my life uh when i was also in florida and i think i was probably about four or five i was really young i was like walking outside uh They had, like, an outdoor, like, in-ground swimming pool. And I was walking. I guess I was, like, running after the dog or whatever. And I slipped and I fell into the deep end. And, of course, I was, like, I did not learn to swim yet. So I vividly remember... The image of looking up through the water like mm. at like and like being like oh well this this is not good oh, but fuck then man. but i get but luckily my uh, my uncle uh i think had heard me fall in and i remember like the image of him like reaching in and pulling me out and i was like i i couldn't have been more than four or five so Holy
3: shit.
0: you remember shit like that like yeah. you remember traumatic shit, but you don't remember the surrounding
1: you do know you, circumstances. um do you remember when you were mm-hmm. under the water all that time if like a simon and garfunkel song started playing <laughs>
2: Dude, that's like one of my like beers <laughs> no. being like trapped underwater and like, but like you go oh, to the yeah. surface and there's like a glass.
1: You, you guys glass, know that's like, a graduate top. reference, right?
0: Yeah. yeah, I figured. Yeah, all right. <laughs> um, there's also a really good scene in uh the leftovers where which I think may have been paying homage to that because there's a lot of Simon Garfunkel in that show. I, Homeward Bound plays a really important uh role in like the finale of the second season, and that that's a good show. Uh, people should watch it. But anyway, <laughs> we're getting way off topic. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I think we've said most mostly what we're going to say. I think next week is going to be an equally uh, eventful week because, you know, they have exactly yeah. one week from today to finish the FBI investigation. And I'm sure, you know, Turtle Boy is going to call for an, a, a vote <laughs> immediately once the investigation concludes. Oh, God. Um, so hopefully they fucking find some ironclad shit where we can... Nail him, but I do not uh, try. And, and you know, the fact that anyone would be willing to vote for him, even without this evidence, is fucking crazy because he's a lunatic. But um, you know, I guess we'll see what happens next week. You know, this is really fucking horrible <clears throat> that this is what we've come to as a nation. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, years of of absolute fecklessness and ineptitude by the Democrats has allowed this this massive far-right lunatic uh wing of the republican party to become ascendant and the only way we're going to stop them is if we stop playing into their bullshit and stop voting for their horrible bullshit lesser of two evils candidates who are never going to protect us from fascists like these motherfuckers like that's we gotta stop doing that like i i just I, i never again will cast a vote for someone who i don't think genuinely has the best interests of the american people in mind and like is not going to fight like i I will never vote for a person like that again so
1: you're not going to support joe biden for president
2: (laughs) man fuck that dude
0: fuck that fucking guy Um, i will
2: always uh, vote my conscience and never feel bad about it
0: yeah so we're gonna get out of here um you know, we, uh, we're we on iTunes. You can find us over there. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. We're on SoundCloud, obviously, soundcloud.com slash move left. Uh, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash move left idiots, where you can go look at uh, baby boomers scream at us and tell us that uh, the only sensible way to move is is, is not to the left. Uh, we got oh, some trolling comments from, like, this old dude with a fucking mustache. He was so funny. I, I gave can, that guy was like, this is my favorite thing ever.
2: There's... I There's also <laughs> awesome t shirts too, and they're yeah. really comfortable. They say move left idiots on them, and yeah, nobody that's... will look at you weird when you wear them. Like, they feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> teespring.com
0: slash move left idiots. Oh, no, teespring.com slash move left. Yeah, go check those out. Uh, we, um, where else are we? That's pretty much it. We're on uh, Twitter. Twitter. Oh,
2: yeah. Our Twitter handle is move
0: underscore left on Twitter. Oh, was that uh, mine? Wait, (laughs) Ashley, Ashley, you go.
2: Okay, um, I'm at Ashley, A S H L E Y, B C one three seven. Oh,
0: that's
1: you're still going. Sorry, um, (laughs) we're we're working out the delay. Uh, so I'm as always at Chaos Riot nineteen ninety nine.
0: Yeah, and, uh, you know, we couldn't have Jules on the, on the cast this week, but I wanted to leave you guys with a, uh, another Jules uh, who has a message for Brett Kavanaugh. So we'll listen to that, and we will see you next week. Very
4: nice. Now let me take a wild guess here. Fuck yes. Yes. <laughs> You're Brett, right? Correct. I thought so. Um, I got into Yale Law School.
3: Check out the big brain on Brett!
4: The number one law school in the country. You're a smart motherfucker, that's right. I had no connections there. I got there by busting my tail. Looks like me and Vincent caught you boys at breakfast. Sorry about that. Did you have it? Beer. I still like beer. Mm. You mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash this down? Sometimes I had too many beers, but I did not drink beer to the point of blacking out. (sighs) And I never
3: sexually assaulted yes, anyone. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Brad. Yes, you he did. He is warm, friendly, unassuming. He's the nicest person. I don't remember asking you a
4: goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did I
0: break your concentration? This is the greatest. Whoever put that together, just. Bravo. I was
2: looking for it earlier, and I yeah. found it. It and was, was like
0: a about couple of people.
3: Today, for sure. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh shit all right well we will see you next week uh where we will have more horrible shit to talk about
3: Whee!
0: have a week everybody
3: Woo. There's insanity in the control room tonight.